the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. So as we've been, we've been looking at what's happening with Donald Trump and the, the trade war, if you will, uh, what's happening in North Korea, South Korea, China, there might be a real method to his madness here that seems to be working. He's been known as a counterpuncher when it comes to domestic politics. You hit him, he hits you twice as hard. But when it comes to foreign policy, his, uh, his strategy seems to be more akin to, I'm going to punch you hard first, and then we'll talk about it. There are two kinds of people who hate this sort of approach. Uh, those who follow the stock market and those who follow foreign policy. And the biggest reason for this is the fear of the unpredictable. You, you want to be unpredictable as a president, but a, a predictable unpredictability is preferred. We have to know that things are stable. If stockbrokers and money managers can't predict the future, you end up seeing what's currently happening on the Dow. And that is one day it's down 700 points. The next day it's back up 600. And yesterday went back down over 300. And much of this has to do with Trump's new trade policy. Is he pushing for tariffs or is it some sort of negotiating tactic? What's he doing? I've always said that I've wanted a president that had a twitchy eye. But not, not one that, you know, the good guys didn't understand. But he's got a twitchy eye and everybody is looking at him going, I, I don't know. He just might do this. Now, the same questions are being asked between nation states and men and women in foreign policy circles. For the first time in, oh, I don't know, decades at least, the world has absolutely no idea what we're doing in Asia. The once predictable United States has suddenly become unpredictable. And that is scaring the crap out of countries like China, South Korea, Japan, and most of all, North Korea. It's kind of good. If you happen to be in a boat right now and you're cruising across the Pacific, go out on the top deck. If the wind is coming from the west, that smell you might be smelling can only be described as one thing, and that is fear. Fear has both China and North Korea wondering what the heck they're going to do next. On Monday, an armed train left North Korean capital. It was granted unprecedented entry into China on its way to Beijing. Military and police escort accompanied the entire way. And at the same time, all the news regarding North Korea was immediately censored on Chinese news and on the Internet. It was a total and complete blackout. This wouldn't be able to happen in the United States, but you have two communist countries. So what's going on here? Well... As you watch, perhaps a lot. As the train pulled out of Beijing yesterday, the news leaked that Kim Jong-un himself had crept out of his hermit hole and made his first ever foreign visit. Now, I don't think it was because he said, you know what, I want to see China. I have a feeling it was China that said, get your butt here now. What made him do it? Such a dramatic and secretive trip? What made the president of China accept this highly unprecedented visit at this point of time? One word, 
and that is fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of what's coming next. It's causing some seriously dramatic changes in Asia. North Korea has agreed to meet the U.S. president for the first time ever. They have no idea whether they're coming or going. And at the same time, sanctions are crippling the country. China is realizing that they're putting on, they've been put on the sidelines as a potential U.S.-North Korea agreement. And they're kind of freaking out. At the same time, Trump's tariffs are being used to corner China into some sort of agreement that they don't like. While all of this is going down, the U.S. just finalized a trade deal with South Korea that keeps a South Korean tariff on steel in place, upholds a standing tariff on South Korean trucks, and it opens the auto market in the country for Ford and General Motors. In trade terms, this is equivalent of, you know, dunking on your opponent, shattering the, the backboard, and then landing on top of the guy you just dunked on. I have that one right, Stu? In, in some ways, you do. That's close for me. <laughs> we have said we're going to criticize the president when he's wrong. And there's plenty to criticize. But acknowledge the times when he's doing things that are working. And so far, I don't know what it means for the future. But right now, the punch first, negotiate later strategy appears to be working. Now, let's see what the future holds. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.